Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate, and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer, your podcast host. I'm here each week helping you demystify the legal complexities of apartment living. This week, we're talking about electronic voting. And very soon, I'm going to introduce you to our guest, Matt Larwood of StratoVote. But firstly, I want to acknowledge the amazing week that was last week, the 2020 Shared Space Summit. At the time I'm recording this intro, we are wrapping up the summit. So, so many of you attended and enjoyed the summit sessions. This was the largest online gathering of strata property owners the world has ever seen. We had more than 1,000 of you registered and attending the summit. I've heard from so many of you about how much you enjoyed hearing from our summit guest experts and how you're inspired and ready to take the lessons that you've learned from the summit sessions back to your communities. I've also heard from some of you that you missed the summit and are feeling a little disappointed about that. Well, I know you won't make that mistake in 2021. We will be back with the Shared Space Summit next year. Can I be so bold as to say bigger and better than 2020? Already looking forward to that one. But between now and then, I will continue to bring you the weekly podcast. We've welcomed lots and lots of new people into our world as part of the summit. So if you are tuning in perhaps to the podcast for the first time, we've been doing this for over four years now, more than 230 episodes feel free to go back and check out some of the earlier episodes way back in episode number one when I was explaining exactly what Strata is. We've covered so much ground, interviewed so many guests and helped many people come to grips with this crazy world that is apartment living. Today, I'm bringing you Matt Larwood, the general manager of StrataVote. Matt has many years of experience working with companies to implement custom software solutions, and his focus is on ensuring the future direction of StrataVote is very customer-centric. In his spare time, he is the president of the Eagles Lacrosse Club and also the deputy mayor of Prospect Council. I didn't know that, Matt. We'll have a chat about that next time we get together. Matt's sharing the efficiencies that this kind of software is bringing to our strata meetings, to the management of our strata schemes. And by the sounds of it, it is just the tip of the iceberg for this kind of technology. I'll take you over now to my chat with Matt Larwood. Matt Larwood, welcome to the show. G'day, Amanda. How are you going? I'm doing very well. And you, sir, must be a very busy man. I was just saying to you off air, you are the right man at the right time, I think. Electronic voting platform for our Strata owners, Strata Vote. I imagine you are in uh, particularly high demand at the moment. How different is business now to this time last year? That's a good question. Yeah, it's significantly different. Uh, We've now got a team of around 10 people 
working on um, sales, uh, but mostly implementation, training, support, and also most importantly, uh, ongoing development of the platform. Um, so 10 people full-time gets us a fair a fair way through the types of things that our customers are demanding. Um, so it's a very, very busy place, but everyone's you know super excited by where things are going. We've been inundated, particularly over the last six months, with interest, uh, given what's happening in the world. Mm. And our team is is just excited to see new people signing up. And when they run their first meeting and they sort of heard that punch the air moment and we get great feedback from our customers, um, it really motivates the team and everyone continues just to put in a lot of hard work to continue um, the progress we're making. Yeah, I imagine with more people using the platform, you get that great feedback about what they're achieving and how excited they are and impressed they are. And then you also get all the bugbears coming to the fore, the technical issues. So it's interesting to hear you're constantly in development with those, I suppose, and and trying to iron out the system for everybody across the country. Am I right that you're across the country now? Uh, yeah, we haven't got any uh, Northern Territory customers, but we have customers in every other state as well as New Zealand. Mm. I guess one of the good things about Stradivate is that it's um, owned and built by a software development company that's been around for 20 years. So the technical side of things, we can give that a big tick because uh, that's all day, every day. Uh, but we we enjoy getting the feedback from customers. And I always say that our system is only as good as what it is uh, because we've had feedback from literally thousands of demos and thousands of conversations and hours standing in front of people at trade shows. And we actually listen. We take on board the feedback that we get from our customers. And that's also something we hear regularly is that we receive feedback and then a week later, something's built into the platform based on that feedback. So we like to be responsive and we like to to build a platform that's designed around how people want to use it, not necessarily what we think they should use. Mm, sounds like a good approach to me. Give us a quick summary, Matt, for people who may not have used Stratavote before. What is this software achieving for owners and for strata managers? Okay, so it's a little bit different depending on whether you're um, within a company or outside a company. So for strata managers and assistant strata managers, we've designed a really simple and easy-to-use system that takes away a lot of the manual work that's currently involved with preparing and sending out meeting agendas. We're pretty big on integration and reusing information from elsewhere, and we've designed what we think is a pretty good workflow that means that people can spend less time administering and more time focusing on customer service and so on and so forth. Uh, From a lot owner or a committee member's perspective, We've put uh, the decision-making back into their hands and made it super simple for them to participate in the process. So electronic delivery of agendas, uh, the ability to pre-vote or indeed vote online um, if they choose to do that. The uh, strata manager can also use their platform in a meeting where there's face-to-face meetings that are allowed to uh, be their support mechanism uh, during a meeting. And then one of the really cool things is once the meeting's finished, the minutes can be sent out within five clicks because they're automatically generated and customised for each company. So the concept of having to sit at home on the weekend doing your minutes because uh, you forget to do them or you don't have time is kind of in the past. So internally it's about efficiencies, uh, accuracy, making sure you're working in line with uh, legislation. Uh, externally it's allowing more people to participate in the decision-making process in a very easy-to-do way. Yes. So you actually supply the platform if someone's going to have electronic voting say for example pre-meeting electronic voting which we are able to do here in New South Wales you have the system where an owner who wants to vote at that meeting or before that meeting 
logs on and they are on your platform. They're not within the Strata Manager system or the, the buildings system. They are on the Strata Vote platform. Is that right? Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Um, so they'll receive an email uh, with a link. Uh, they'll click on the link and it takes them to a secure voting portal and then they can read the information relevant to the meeting and then make their decisions and submit their decisions and then that information is automatically in the Strata Vote platform. So whilst we... Uh, interface with the Strata Manager's core platform to get all the right information into StratoVote. Once people click on that link, then they're in our platform. So yeah, that's that's correct. Okay. And the Strata Manager would have access to or a version of everything that's in that platform for their record keeping duties and be able to meet their obligations to know um, who attended, who voted, how they voted. They still either own or have a, a copy of a version of that data? Yeah, so the uh, the agenda, the minutes are all retained in Stratavote and some customers have an integration piece that pushes it elsewhere mm-hmm. uh, into a different document management system. Mm-hmm. The system actually produces a spreadsheet once a meeting's finished which uh, details everyone who was sent an invitation electronically, everyone who voted, how they voted, whether it's in person or electronically, and it also records the IP address of where they voted from. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't tie it back down to a device, but it ties it back down to a location. So um, all that information is available for all time for the Strata Manager to simply log in and find that information. So, yeah, it's all maintained forever so they can meet their record-keeping obligations. Mm. How do you deal with secret ballots? Secret ballots is, is particularly tricky, um, but we have a, a returning officer type login uh-huh. um, and we give the returning officer their login credentials. The Strata Management Company doesn't. So if there's a secret ballot, uh, the system allows uh, the Strata Manager to click a button saying this is a secret ballot. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, it triggers a different workflow. So people can vote electronically, of course. We integrate with Bing and uh, if it gets sent to Bing, then Bing knows that it should print that ballot or that particular motion on a separate piece of paper that knows that it should produce a, a, an envelope which is addressed to the returning officer and so on and so forth. So that's mm. all done automatically. And then the returning officer receives their envelopes as per normal. When they get to the meeting, they log into their own version of the software and then it follows all the normal standard procedures around obfuscating who voted which way. Mm. And the system never records. It records that there was, you know, 12 votes and seven were yes, five or no, one was an abstain. I forgot my sums right. Maybe I haven't. Um, to go back and check on that one. Um, but it doesn't record who voted which way. So it maintains the privacy and the integrity of the secret ballot process. Yeah. Wow. Isn't it amazing how technology can resolve these difficult situations for us? I'm very interested to hear you say that there is the ability to auto-generate minutes. How mm. does that work? So we customise our software. We receive a, a copy of our customers' agenda and minutes documents and then we customise those when we're doing the setup phase and then that style essentially or layout or design is embedded in the platform. So what they end up sending out through the agenda and the minutes is what they currently send out from a style and a look and feel point of view. So the system knows the trigger uh, for closing off uh, either a purely online meeting such as what is fairly common up in Queensland, or if there's a pre-voting period and then a face-to-face meeting, once the meeting's concluded, uh, the system has automatically and instantly generated a version of the minutes. It's generated as a Word document, first of all, so the strata manager can get in and, you know, make some edits to the notes that they've taken and uh, maybe merge another document with it. But once they've done that, 
then they click literally five buttons and it either goes out this way via email or it goes to Bing automatically through our direct integration. So great level of customer service. Uh, a committee or a group of lot owners could have the minutes for a decision or a meeting within 30 seconds of that meeting being concluded as opposed to, you know, sometimes never. <laughs> Things mm. just get lost in the in the post sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah, and what this tells me or, or reminds me of is the importance of having clear agenda items and uh, motions that are clearly capable of resolution by a yes or no vote, right? So um, clients often say to me, Amanda, shouldn't we have in the minutes everything that happened at the meeting and everything that everybody said and what the debate was? And I say, look, that's not really the purpose of your minutes. The purpose of your minutes are to say whether the motion was resolved or not resolved, or maybe it was deferred or maybe it was withdrawn. The real work is done in articulating your motions in such a way that it gives owners who are thinking about attending or, or voting or wondering what's going on enough information to know what the topic is, but also be put in such a way that a yes or no decision can be recorded and it's clear what's happened. And I suppose if, you're, if you've got the motion right on your agenda, what you're saying is your system then picks up whether it's resolved or not resolved and simply puts the yay or nay next to it and, and turns the agenda into a set of minutes. Experienced strata managers out there will be telling me, yeah, Amanda, that's what my assistant has been doing for years. Fascinating that we now have technology that can do that for us. Well, it, yeah, it does all the calculations on the spot. So a couple of quick examples and one that always gets a standing ovation during demos is um, where someone calls for a poll vote mm-hmm. after the initial vote. And instead of having to bring along your abacus and a spreadsheet and a calculator and putting the meeting on pause for half an hour, you can click a button and the system automatically converts the votes to lot entitlements because mm-hmm. it knows that and it can immediately determine the outcome. And then another good example is a special resolution, which we know has to go through all sorts of hurdles to to be approved. The system knows all the rules around how to uh, determine a result through special resolution and it automatically applies those rules, which takes away the uncertainty that someone may have got it wrong. It removes the the time it takes to to work that out manually and it just removes a lot of risk and a lot of concern uh, from everyone's minds, you know, it just it, it introduces more certainty. Yep. So I can see how this is being used even in our face-to-face meetings to help uh, chairpersons and strata managers get the result right. You said there, Matt, that in Queensland, you guys have been there for a while, I think, and you've been running uh, electronic voting. It's much more common up in Queensland. Mm. They didn't need a a global pandemic to push them into electronic (laughs) voting as we've needed in New South Wales and maybe other parts of the country. Why do you think that's the case? Uh, What's so different about Queensland? Why are they ahead of the pack here? It's difficult for me to say why they are. I guess that the way that things tend to work in Queensland, there seems to be a lot more micro decisions made through flying minutes mm-hmm. um, as opposed to, you know, waiting for everything to build up at a, at a meeting once a year. And I don't think that's a bad idea because if something's a good idea or if something bad is happening, then you kind of want to be able to deal with it on the fly, literally, mm-hmm. um, as you're going along. You don't want things to fester and build up until you have your annual general meeting. So I think that the mindset must be that the decision-making process can happen more incrementally it can happen as it needs to, and therefore that leads to needing to be able to do that quickly and efficiently and cost-effectively. You know, if you think about the cost of a large building needing to be able to approve a bylaw um, with people who are living all around the world, the cost of doing that 
would be in the thousands, probably even tens of thousands of dollars. And so that that itself is a disincentive to moving things along and getting decisions made. Whereas if it can be done by and large through electronic voting, then people see that they want to keep things moving. They can do it efficiently, cost-effectively, and get a, a decision made as opposed to sitting on your hands for 12 months. So I think it's maybe it's just that nature of how they do things in Queensland is a bit different. Yeah, maybe the uh, higher rate of holiday and tourist accommodation, the higher rate of investment, absentee owners may have driven that desire for electronic voting. Um, It's a bit chicken and egg. Do they make decisions faster because they have electronic voting or do they have electronic voting because they need to make decisions faster? (laughs) Um, Who knows? I'm definitely seeing here in New South Wales now that everybody's becoming a lot more comfortable with electronic meetings, that more meetings are happening, that it is much easier to convene a strata committee meeting with all always had the power in New South Wales to convene committee meetings in writing and have a pay, what we call a paper vote. But now that it's easy to um, either vote using a platform like yours or to jump on a quick Zoom call, I am seeing committees meet more regularly to keep things moving, as you say, and I agree. I think that's a really good thing. We're also seeing a greater participation rate in meetings because people are more empowered mm. to participate. If you can imagine someone sitting on the train on the way home and they're scrolling through you know, Facebook or whatever, and then they see a, a meeting notice pop up, um, they can sit there and, and make their decisions whilst they're on the way home and that's done. So mm. people are just more inclined to to get involved, which is, I think that's really important. I think that one of the concerns we had or we continually hear is that decision-making is, is in the hands of too few people and it's a demographic uh, situation. People have invested a lot of money in owning um, property and they certainly want the opportunity to participate and it's not always convenient to have to come to a meeting room at six o'clock at night in the middle of you know August where it's pouring with rain or stand shivering in the undercroft to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to have a quick committee meeting. So putting that decision-making back in the hands of the people uh, where it belongs is super important. Yep, I agree. You've told us there, Matt, that your strata manager clients, when you're showing them the software, they love the poll feature where they can quickly convert the vote to a unit entitlement count. What else do your clients love about the software? Uh, well, it depends on what new feature we've just released, okay. to be honest. One of the things that we can do now, and I've got something that I'll talk about because it's part of the, the questions a bit later on, Um Particularly with our, now we don't have any financial relationship with Bing. We've just built in the integration as a service to our customers. Through Bing, we can put a, a QR code on a cover note for the printed version. When that goes out to people via a printed version, they can get their camera out on their phone, hold their camera above that QR code and it automatically pops up the meeting. Yep. So even if they've received their agendas via paper uh, format, they can still log on and vote electronically if they want before a meeting. So that's something which is pretty cool. Mm. The other thing which um, which we might talk about now is what we've just released, which is what we've called Stratavote Anywhere. So Stratavote Anywhere is something which we initially committed to at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic because we knew that people couldn't hold face-to-face meetings for a period of time and, unfortunately, in Victoria you still can't. And Stratavote Anywhere is live remote voting mm-hmm. uh, and people are doing that kind of stuff through Zoom or Teams or whatever it might be. But there's still a lot of technical challenges there um, with the demographic that we're working with. And so needing to have two screens or two browsers open or a a PC and an iPad and a phone or whatever it might be, it's just a bit of a bridge too far for a lot of people. What we've done with Stradivo Anywhere is we've built an AV platform directly into our system. So people register through a link 
and then they can join the meeting from the comfort of their own home. Uh, the strata manager then fires up the AV link. Uh, there's also a, a two-way chat mechanism. Uh, and so everything is happening on the one screen, on mm. the one page, so that people can listen to a discussion from the strata manager. They can ask questions through the chat mechanism and then the strata manager clicks the button that says open voting and then they can vote directly into their device mm. and then their vote is recorded instantaneously alongside everybody else's vote. So mm. to me that's a massive step forward in the strata industry because it really brings in that concept of video conferencing but it does it in a, in a far more simple and effective way so that people feel comfortable participating yep. in a meeting in that forum. Yeah, I'm already seeing strata managers trying to patch that together in a way. They're using Zoom and they're using the, the poll feature in Zoom. And I've heard one strata manager say, absolutely love it, works really well. Another one has said, it was a disaster, it didn't work, nobody knew how to use it. So I can definitely see. It's kind of like, you know, pat your head for yes, scratch it, your nose for no and, and scratch your chin for abstain. Exactly. And people trying to hurriedly, it just introduces unnecessary risk. That's from it. my perspective, and and we all know that there are you know some stakeholders in the strata world who you know look to pick up on those kind of things like that, and the strata manager and indeed the strata manager company doesn't really want to be heading to NCAT or VCAT or whatever it might be anytime soon. They've got better things to do with their time. So yeah. the way that we've done it by pulling it all together, again, is it's about efficiency and convenience, but it's also about reducing the risk of things going wrong. Yes. And I think you're very polite reference there to some strata stakeholders who like to take advantage of mistakes at meetings. You're referring to the strata lawyers, right, Matt? No, 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 it was, <laughs> no not necessarily. Well, they might be involved in some way uh, in, in the process. But, you know, let's, let's make things as easy as possible for people who are being forced to adopt to a new way of, of living and working. Mm. Uh, and let's remove the risk of things going wrong by actually building a, a targeted solution for the strata industry which is what we've done. So mm -hmm. what we've done is, is specifically targeting strata. We don't target any other industries. Everything we do and everything we build is aimed at solving problems in the strata industry. Yep. And just speaking of the legal side, having to mm. deal with the different uh, legislative provisions around the country and the recent changes to those as well when it comes to the ability to have ele electronic meetings. In New South Wales, for example, it has now been clarified that we cannot uh, have pre-meeting electronic voting for the election of a committee. And that is something that has only come through with our emergency COVID legislation. How do you guys keep across what is going on with uh, meeting rules and regulations in in our various jurisdictions? Uh, it's a good question. So there's two ways uh, that we do that. A lot of our customers have legal counsel themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so we tap into what they know, but we've also employed our own legal counsel. We've actually had our own legal counsel for quite a while, but um, progressively more and more of, of her time is spent on Strata. And so we also keep across podcasts such as yours. We keep, we're a member of the SCA across most of the country. So we're getting all the feeds with regards to changes in legislation and we reach out and ask the questions mm. uh, and we have hundreds of conversations every month with people who are all in the know. So we, we synthesise all that information and then we road test our solution to make sure that it's keeping up with the changes that are, that are appearing. Um, so, yeah, it's a difficult task because each state has its nuances. Um, each state has its nuances from a terminology point of view as well, which means that... Um, uh, for it to be a good fit, we've got to make sure that our platform also understands that in 
Western Australia, you have um, you don't have a committee, you have a council mm. of owners, and then you have a body corporate and an owners corporation, and all yep. those kind of things like that. So. Yeah, a big task, but we are definitely glad that you have taken it on. What is your prediction, Matt, for the next big tech innovation, if I can call it that, for our mm-hmm. strata communities? I'm not necessarily sure whether there's any big bang stuff out in the horizon. From my perspective, it's things which I think are fundamental to good technology, and that is integration, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that the platform is user-friendly, one of the big things that we've noticed is that there's a real lack of availability of data uh, for um, strata management companies. And um, without fantastic data, it's very difficult to make decisions. It's very difficult to know what's going on in their own businesses, what's going on in the industry. Of course, there's the Macquarie report, which is pretty good, but it tends to be you know, fairly high level. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the next big thing is going to be just a combination of better integration Uh, providing a better outcome for lot owners and committee members. Uh, The ability to strip away manual processes through automation, giving people back their time to spend meeting with their customers and and providing excellent customer service. No doubt, you know, there's people who talk about AI and VR and all sorts of things like that. And that's all, some of that stuff is here and now. Some of that is sort of in the future. But, uh, yes, it's essentially, it's also making sure the platform is is current and continuing to invest in it so that it continues mm. to meet people's needs well into the future. Yep. Not being distracted necessarily by the next big thing, but focusing on what you do well and making it better. That's often the hardest thing, isn't it? Well, we have that internal struggle all the time. There's <laughs> so, many, so many things that we could do, but we've always maintained that whilst we continue to broaden what we do, we're better off focusing on one aspect as opposed to getting distracted by all the things that you could do. I think that's why we've got a a feature-rich, sophisticated, easy-to-use, very effective platform is because we've not allowed ourselves to get too distracted. And I think that there's heaps of people looking at the industry, building great customer portals and building facilities management software and, and those types of things like that, and that's fantastic. We'll pretty much stick to the workflow that, that we're focusing on and continue to do a great job of that and, and then everybody will be a little bit better off. Yep, good on you. I am definitely seeing your platform being used by more and more strata managers that I'm working with and, and buildings. I'm seeing that logo pop up in my inbox. <laughs> Is there anything, Matt, that you want to add that we haven't quite covered that you want to make sure our listeners hear and um, definitely let everybody know how to get in touch with you if they're interested to find out more about Strata Vote? Yep. Okay. So the, to the first question, um, be open to change. Uh, the industry is changing very, very rapidly. And if people aren't open to change, then they'll find themselves having the change forced upon them. And um, so, you know, a big part of that is adopting technology, which is not easy. Mm. Um, but I think people just need to, you know, it might sound like a cliche to say move for the times, uh, but it's not that scary. If the technology is well designed and it's designed to suit strata managers' needs, then it shouldn't be too difficult. So be open to change, be open to putting yourself into a little bit of a, an uncertain situation, but, you know, come out the other end smiling in, in a better place. Take your team members along for the ride and team members include internal team members and external stakeholders. Take them along for the ride when you're adopting change because that's going to make life a lot easier if, if you're able to, to co-opt people and bring them along with you. So that's that's a couple of things that I'd, I'd just like to add. You know, keep your eyes out for more and more cool features that we're we're building. 
over the next 12 months. Um, and um, if people would like to contact us, then the best thing is to head over to our website, which is stratavote.com. And on our website, there's a fair bit of information regarding Stratavote. Also, please check out Stratavote anywhere. It's awesome. <laughs> Maybe SVA could stand for S Stratavote Awesome in the future as well. Um, SVA, Stratavote Awesome. <laughs> Stratavote anywhere, Stratavote Strat- Awesome, Stratavote <laughs> always. Um, the idea so, is yeah, just yeah, keep head, going. head there and um, and have a look around. And if anybody wants to reach out, then there's a, there's several ways they can book in a demo or send us a a message and and we'll certainly get back to people and and happy to have a chat with anyone. Excellent. Well, we will make sure that that link to your website is in the show notes for this episode. Thank you so much for taking the time out, Matt. I'm sure I'm sending you back now to a long list of things to do uh, and client inquiries and troubleshooting and uh, (laughs) new work. So keep it up. Uh, As I said, we feel lucky to have you, innovations like yours, helping us to do things better during these times and into the future. It's all good stuff. Thanks, Amanda. It's, I must reinforce that it's a team game here at Stratavote and I'm just a very small part, sometimes an annoying part because I create work for other people, but um, <laughs> certainly a team game and, and we're certainly up to the challenge and we just love getting great outcomes and signing up new customers and having conversations. So please, I'd encourage everyone to get in touch for a chat. Excellent. Thanks so much, Matt. Thanks, Amanda. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today? today?